cigarettes are lit, the drinks have been poured, the lights have been turned down low. You're listening to Phobia Phobia. I am Kaz. And I'm Eddie, and I don't know about you, but I'm sitting under a supernova of a light, so what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I have a little lamp on in the corner of my podcasting studio. I mean, my office. This, this, yeah. this is... It, it, We're not fancy. It's. It, I'm really not fancy. It's a small room in a caravan, and I only had enough wallpaper to do two walls. That's so you had like four sheets of A4 then. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is our yeah. belated Halloween episode. Spooky, spooky. We were gonna do it earlier, but neither of us could be arsed. I appreciate your honesty. It was actually. Our schedules could not match up until today. I know, and mine barely did today. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, we can record. Well, it's due to be released. Well, then we can definitely record. <laughs> so, and, uh, fair warning, I'm slightly off my tits on painkillers, guys. So. And I will be <laughs> slightly off my tits on beer. <laughs> so, so, what are today, we talking about? We are, well, mainly, we're, we're actually going to be discussing several phobias, but all of them are connected to phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Hold on, let me guess what that is. Phasmophobia. I know the it's actual answer. The answer is probably a fear of ghosts or the dead or something, but... It is, in fact, fear of ghosts. I couldn't think of anything funny there. Can't <laughs> <laughs> rescue <laughs> <laughs> phasmophobia it's just it's just really fun to say always loves that like phasma and like like phantom and and uh, batman mask of the phantasm is a fantastic film like it's just a fun prefix many batman films are fantastic films oh yeah but mask of the phantasm i mean that's just one of the best yeah but it's not the best the best is batman and robin <laughs> Oh, God. As I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is a one-woman show. I will say Thurman was fucking amazing in that, but everything else about it was pure garbage. <laughs> in, in fairness, like, I watch it for Uma Thurman. I, oh, see, I, I love, love her. In it. And I love Poison Ivy in general, so. You were there all those years ago. You saw my, my Poison Ivy costume. Yes, and I was two-faced. Yes, and the least said about that, the better. That was a great night. But yeah, anyway... Th- no, it wasn't! Eh. Anyway, phasmophobia was, uh, is the fear of ghosts, not the fear of dead things. That is necrophobia. Which Damn it, I was going to say that! So yeah, weirdly enough, the fear of ghosts and the fear of dead things are two separate categories. So no, that's in- not weird. That makes perfect sense. Indeed, but so, uh, but then fear of zombies is also a different thing, which we will also talk about later. Yeah, they're they are all legitimately totally different fears. I can I, I I can see how they're different. Like I can actually in my head, I'm like, yep, yeah, they're different boxes. Now, to kick off, I'm going to ask you something. Like I swear, you used to be you used to have not phasmophobia, necrophobia. You used to be scared of graveyards, right? Yes, well remembered. Yeah. Um. And uh, so that would be a, a, a part of necrophobia, the fear of dead things or anything that reminds you of death. Ah, no. No, no. That that would be, you know, logical and sensible and the way a normal human would look at a fear of graveyards. No, no. No, no. I, I just listened to Michael Jackson's thriller too many times. Really? Was that it? Uh, no, not not specifically that. But no, no, it was it was my belief that all all graveyards were haunted. Oh, so it was. It, it was phasmophobia. It um it wasn't a fear of dead things because when I actually put that in my brain that something is dead and whatever, and try and take the spiritual element out of it, I don't I don't have necrophobia. 
No, it was it was it was, it was fa- it's phasmophobia, of- yeah. And what what scared me was well, maybe it, I don't know, maybe maybe it comes under necrophobia slightly. Um, what it was was I was convinced that because the bodies were buried there, there were spirits there and things could happen to me. The spirits would like lat- not latch the bodies, but stay around their bodies, like yeah, some sort of like R-rated Greyfriars Bobby, yeah, yeah. So I was convinced of this, and like I did as a child. I held my breath going past graveyards and all, because that's a superstition. You're not supposed to breathe. Oh, yeah. I think it's in case you insult the dead because you're still breathing, or something. I might have made that up, but well, like, it's like you're rubbing it in their face or something. Yeah. Hey, How dare you, bitch? My working lungs. Mm, look at me breathing, but <laughs> like, and and you know, I'm the road that my mum lives on. You, you have to go past a graveyard, <laughs> and but, it's um, a reasonably large one. Uh, my old flat before the one I'm in now, my window, like my bedroom window, looked over a graveyard. So it did. Yeah, yeah. Oh so it's God. like you wake up in the morning, you pour yourself a coffee, and get a fresh gulp of mortality. Woohoo! But um, yeah. So like, I used to just hold my breath all the time. Maybe it's why I ended up being a good singer because I, I'd, be, I'd been doing um, voice exercises for so long. Uh, hold extending my lungs um but no i was scared and i would walk on the other side of the road and everything like i would cross the road and what actually got me to stop and this is the reason why i don't think it's necrophobia and i do think it's phasmophobia is your brother it was my brother yeah patty the oracle not at all um (laughs) patty um tends to he knows what way my brain works because his brain works similarly and he tends to know exactly the right thing to say. Um, and we were walking along the road. I was definitely in school, but I don't know if it was high school or primary school. I'm pretty sure it was high school. But, but like, early high school. Like, I was maybe 12. Um, we were walking along the road, and I just habitually used to cross the road to be on the opposite side of the road from the graveyard. And he was like, what are you doing? I went, I'll cross on the road. Why? I was like, I was like, get away from the graveyard. And he went, no <laughs> and I was like fuck you then and he, went, he was just like no <laughs> looked at me like I was mad he has a particular look that he gives you which means he thinks you're insane I um, think I've met him all of twice and, I'm, and even I know the look you're talking about well I actually give a really similar look to it apparently so it's that look that I give where I look like him it's it's that it's that it's that are you fucking serious look um but yeah he turned around and what what helped sorry i have a squeaky chair guys um what helped was him going caroline humans have been on this planet for so long i mean yeah he was like well if you think of the history of humankind like if you look even back to cavemen the planet's not that big and i was like okay and he went so if you're going to be scared of places where dead bodies are buried, you need to be scared of a lot more places because everywhere is going to have been a graveyard at some point. And that worked, didn't it? And, I mean, that should have terrified me. Yeah. I don't know. He, he knows my brain. That worked perfectly. It was exactly what I needed to hear. I think if that came from, like, let's say I was the one who told you that, that would have been a gamble. Like, that would have been a, this is either going to cure her or this is going to fuck her up even more. If you had said it to me, I would have punched you. But it was the fact that it was your brother. He knew how you worked and he, he probably also knew how to talk to you. Like, in order, like, when you were that age to that, make sure you you knew he was being reassuring and not, like, go sir everywhere. Yeah, the thing is, you know, we're we're a lot older now. If If I take that I was probably 12 then, I'm 29 now and it's exactly the same thing like we have this he'll phone me and he'll say something and I'll be like oh okay <laughs> I, do remember, I do remember like for me like I never had phasmophobia I never had any of this I never like it, it, like looking at graveyards makes me uncomfortable but no one likes to like be reminded of the fact that they're gonna die someday and oh by the way you're gonna die someday um <laughs> you uh, dick I'm added on that out <laughs> no, you're not. No, you can't no. Be arsed. <laughs> I, I can't be arsed. The um, 
Like, so like, I, but like you know, they're all like, oh, go oh, ghosts, spooky, scary, whatever. And I can't remember who it was. There was someone in my family. I think it was one of my cousins. Like we were watching a horror film, and she just went, "I don't really get why this is scary." And like I was there, like, "What? This is terrifying." I was like a child. Like I was like eight or nine, and like she just went, "Like, well, ghosts are just fucking people. There's people everywhere." <laughs> I like that. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just a person. Yeah, it's going to be a particularly irritating person that you can't get rid of. But it's just a, it's just like a guy. Just a dude. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> That's brilliant. And like, I think that was that like that made me like not take ghosts so seriously. But then this is why things like you know, Dead Silence, one of my favorite but... films, ever. like Nary Shaw, like that is like it's. This is why you get the idea of like a vengeful spirit, a spirit that yes, has, like, a darkness to them, a power or like some kind of force to it that and probably, a malice, yeah, uh, or like things like The Grudge, where like, they will. I don't even know if this is true or whether it was just made up for the movie, but the idea that if like someone dies in a heightened sense of fear or anger, they will be able to come back as a malicious spirit. Um. Well, you've actually kind of linked onto something that I, I do kind of believe. Um. Yep. And I thought I made up the term, but apparently I didn't. It's called the stone tape theory. I don't know this. Um. So I started shocked there as if I know fucking everything in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this. It's probably more. Like, I've never is, heard of it. Therefore, it doesn't exist. It was probably this is something Kaz believes, and I don't know it. I I know everything about her. She never shuts the fuck up. Um, Stone tape theory. Right. So basically, it's taking out. It's not taking out, and it's not anything against the spiritual element of ghosts or hauntings or anything like that. It 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 in my brain they're separate things um, basically the idea is that a building or an area or something like that um, literally a stone tape so say you have a house an old house and people are saying oh the the house was, was redone in the 60s but they still see a woman with brown hair who walks through walls because in Victorian times that was the cellar or some shit, right? Mm. Um, the logic is the like the building blocks of that house, the actual fabric has retained energy. Yes, I didn't know this the name for that but that was used i believe in five nights at freddy's i still i i have not encountered five nights at freddy's other than that book i read in your house which i love uh, silver silver eyes yeah yeah i like um, that book the i remember it's like at one point in the first game because well you know the basic story behind it yeah and so for those of you who don't who have never used youtube in their lives um, so Five Nights at Freddy's, so basically it's the whole idea of, like, they try to explain security night watchmen at what is essentially Chuck E. Cheese, which we don't have here, but I know what it is. Yeah. Um, Animatronic animals uh, singing while you eat fast food, basically, right? Yeah, I never really understood the, any joy that could have been gotten from that, but... Um, no, animatronics freak me out. So the animatronics have a sort of free row mode, so their circuits don't get rusty, and it's tried to be explained as in, like, if they see another person after ours, they will assume that it's an animatronic out of their suits, which is not allowed, so they'll cram you into a suit, which will kill you. But then over time, you get more clues. It's like, you know, children went missing, and then... Actually, you know, just, just look it up, and if you can't be bothered looking it up, just go to Game Theory. Like, they, they have really good videos on it. But you sort of slowly come to know that it's actually haunted. It's not just animatronics going haywire. And at one point, and every single night of these first five nights, you get like a tape from your boss slash predecessor. But and then the fourth night, um, it's like you hear banging on the door, you hear screaming, and he, he's, he's basically giving you like a goodbye message. Like he's gonna die. But then on the fifth night, you get this sort of garbled, static, weird noise, like un unintelligible. And it turned out that that was. If like, the people like it went in, fucked with the audio, and they realized that it was an excerpt from what I now know is like Stone Theory, it was, and specifically referring to Metal's 
being able to mm -hmm. retain a sort of consciousness by retaining the energy of something around it. Mm -hmm. And of course it's of course this is like fantastical and like if well me, I'm I'm saying of course. I have no fucking idea. Like I, I don't consider myself to have a logical mind. I have no idea what I'm on about, but like this is something that people like you said you you said you yourself believe in this. Well, I mean I, I believe it's possible. Certainly mm -hmm. that um you know it, and the reason it it uh, blah, 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 the reason um it kind of came to mind was because you mentioned the grudge. I certainly believe that it's possible in places where there's been heightened emotion mm. like and I do think that you can go in somewhere and you might not you know I've never seen a ghost you know this is going to be like in Hill House where he's like I've never seen a ghost and then his dad's like you did that you man was did. never there this he is where the damn clock he said hello to you 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 idiot this is where you're like uh Remember Don Miguel? He wasn't a real teacher. He was a ghost, or something. You watched the you watched the others recently, didn't you? Ever yes. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert for a what fifteen year old film? Eighteen. Eighteen, sweet baby Jesus. No, nineteen. It was out in two thousand one. Fairly certain. Holy fuck! Great film, by the way. I may have just spoiled a bit of it for you, but watch I'll it. watch it's it anyway. I love how half of these things are me just recommending horror films. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so say you go in somewhere and it f can feel hinky. See, I was just thinking of like, have you ever like walked in on two people having an awkward conversation? Like, But you yeah. didn't hear any of the conversation. And you but you can in, feel like, the vibe. It's a, I think it was a Gossip Girl thing where that happened in Gossip Girl. And like Vanessa just goes like, oh, weird vibe. <laughs> it's just like yeah we all know that it, it's not a sort of like a look like you, you can look at how they're looking at each other or you can recognize the silence you do walk in you're like uh, it's a tension uh, or something yeah. like that phrase you can cut the tension with a knife you know mm -hmm. it, it's that kind of thing so and I do I do think that that happens you know I do think that you can go in somewhere and it can just feel a bit off and whether that's um, infrasound or vibrations or whatever you believe it is it's a thing but i i i don't know that i necessarily you know believe this with all of my heart or anything like that but i certainly believe it's one of the more plausible theories Ooh. is that if something you know like they always tell the story about you know in old houses things like the maid that was impregnated by the gardener and then fell yeah. down the stairs and the maid is always walking around well you know, she died suddenly and too soon and her final moments were probably terror and all these things. So they, uh, that's that's stone that's the stone tape. The the stones recorded that and then that plays. That keeps playing on a loop. Yeah. And that's what people see. They see they see the recording. Like an I, old I, wax cylinder recording. Like I like that. Like I, I just like going back to the garage, it was quite Excuse me, it was quite heavily implied that this wasn't like the ghost of the woman or the ghost of her child. It was the energy that they left behind when they died. Yeah, it was it was the anger yeah, it at what happened to I them. I guess that's why it's called The Grudge. I don't know if Ju-on directly translates to The Grudge. I don't speak Japanese, I'm sorry. I've watched a lot of anime, but I don't speak any Japanese. Um, let's ask yeah, let's our speak. friend. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he can read Japanese. I don't know if he can speak it. I don't know. He can read kanji, anyway. Uh, yeah. Read Japanese a bit vague. I don't know. No, katakana. It's katakana he can read, I think. Fuck it, I don't know. I'm not a cultured person. For someone who speaks as many languages as I do, I am not well-traveled. I'm going to say it's kanji because I'm fairly certain he has mentioned that he learned new kanji. Uh, okay. Unless kanji is... The, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so what was it? So it was like necrophobia, the fear of dead things. So that's something that I've always find like, oh, like I'll have a lot of people. I, I've talked to a lot of people about this, and they'll say like, oh god, yeah, no, it freaks me out. But then I'll be like, does it freak you out because the actual thing is dead, or does it freak you out because it's gross? Mm. And more often than not, the answer will be like, oh, because it's disgusting, it's dead. I don't know how long it's been dead. It was like, well, that's not a fear of the dead thing. That's a fear of just not a fear. That's just an uncomfortableness around 
being near something gross. Yeah, which makes fucking sense. I just said uncomfortableness. Fucking hell, discomfort. <laughs> Jesus. What did I say last time we were recording? And we didn't know that it was a word. Oh, I can't remember, but it was great. Oh, I can't remember. I will listen back and find out. But then we're like, and I was like, is that a word? Because that's a word that's amazing. And you were like, yep, that's a word. It's like, hell yeah. And that, it was a word that was a replacement for something else. I don't remember now, but I just remember it was very, very, very amusing. Ah, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'll try to remember it. So, dead things are disgusting. Yeah, but of course there's always going to be... I mean, uh, phasmophobia could be tied into necrophobia, but it's more likely to be tied into thanatophobia. Which in itself is a fear of dying, fear of death, a fear of what might come beyond, if anything. And we're not talking about uh, infernophobia or paradisophobia. We're not talking about like heaven or hell or anything, or like consequences to our actions or anything like that. Those are totally different. The idea of... Um, like there being more and if that more is harmful to us not or it even could just be straight up like a xenophobic reaction of let's say literally xenophobic reaction again not the racist one um, of just not knowing no people being scared of Xena warrior princess I was wondering why you were going to make that joke actually (laughs) Um, so that, that would that would come into like the unknown, but then you've got uh, the movie Hook, which claimed like death was the like greatest adventure of all because there's no way to prepare for it. It's like screw it, whatever is out there, let's just charge in. Okay. So like, I think almost everyone has like a healthy fear of death. Like, I mean, it, it, this is covered in um the good place of all things where it's the idea of like yeah if if life went on forever what would we do we'd get bored like the the i can't remember exactly what the quote was or what exactly it was from but it was like the whole the the thing that keeps us going is the fact that it ends oh yeah it's like so like i'm in the good place they actually do like talk about the good place and then it does come up the whole and they meet people who are in the good place and they're like oh my god we hate it here it's like it doesn't end we we get what we want all the time and we know there's no ending to it so we're all miserable like we're all just so fucking unhappy and that was when they realized that the reason why they enjoyed and did so much with their lives was because they knew it was going to end like not even consciously it was just like they didn't realize until they were dead and they had the eternity ahead of them that they're like, Oh God, I have no motivation because I literally have all the time in the universe. Oh yeah. Well, that's something that that comes into what, what's it called? Fear of eternity. A paraphobia, which I was going to talk about as well. And this actually terrifies me. This terrifies me. Let's not discuss on this too much because it freaks me out so much. I actually wasn't going to bring it up. Well, there we uh, go. That that there we go. We've talked it. We've mentioned about it. You will not get an episode on it. There you go. Look uh, it up. <laughs> well, we are going to do an episode on it at some point, and no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we are also going to do an episode of the on the apocalypse at some point. Mm, can I be very, 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 very drunk? Yes. You thought clowns scared Kaz. Wait till you hear us talk about the apocalypse. No, nope. that's the last time I'm going to say the a word. Thank you. <clears throat> And that's the extent of my phobia, that you yeah, can't say it. It is, it is like when you when people, most people think phobias, they think you know extreme discomfort or just like or just like a general bad reaction to something. When we're talking about that, I will get the the reason, and I I I'm being one hundred percent genuine here. This, and I know I am very much prone to hyperbole, and I love hyperbole, and I love it's hyperbole and a half. It's a great book. Hyperbole Half is a wonderful book. And I say this without hyperbole. The reason I am so uncomfortable at the idea of an episode about it is I know that even a brief discussion can knock me off for days, weeks. Like, it Mm -hmm. can actually completely fuck my mental health for at least a week. 
Like, normally with this kind of conversation, this is where I would leap in to rip the piss out of Caroline because I love doing that. But it, no, this is deadly fucking yeah. serious. And it's I, it's something I've 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 dealt with since I was a child. Mm. And it's it was like I I didn't know what depression was. I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what those things were. That's what it was. But yeah. So anyway, so we've got so we're scared of seeing a warrior princess, and. Well, just one, uh, can I mention a paraphobia just a little bit? Yeah. So this is the whole fear of eternity, and I'm sure most of you out there, even those of you who've probably never, who may have even never thought about this before, can understand where the fear of the concept of eternity comes from. Uh, as I said, uh, Kaz recently watched The Others, which is a great film, and I remember it for a lot of reasons, Nicole Kidman being a fantastic actor, notwithstanding. Um the it has the most terrifying description of hell i have ever heard yep and it's the fact like so like her kids are asking her about like well what's hell like or like is hell like really is, what is it because what, what she's is she's very um they're they're catholic and she is um very kind of intent on teaching the kids their catechism and stuff so and i can't remember the exact question they start talking like, about really limbo yeah, they start talking about limbo. Um, the, the little girl. Oh, I remember what it is. Um, she's telling them a Bible story, and I've forgotten what the Bible story is. But it's about people, um, getting killed because they don't deny Christ. And uh, that's it. they're like, if I would have done, if I were there, I would have just pretended to deny Christ. Yeah, she said, if I well, if I was there, I, I would have if I was there, I would have just said I didn't believe, and I would have believed in my in inside in my head. And this is a little girl, and that's mm. total black and white logic to a child. And the yeah. mums, the mums, then like, oh well, would you want to go to hell or to limbo where all the blah 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 blah? Um, it's horrible. Mm. Um, I, but then she describes hell like the whole like usual like you know lake of fire constant tortures like the and she says something like she looks into her kid like looks at her kids and she's like imagine the worst pain you can imagine like happening all the time and forever not just two days not just a week forever never ending never and she keeps repeating it like that and like she really hammers home the that as in like it won't just end someday like that is your existence from then till never ending and that i remember being very shocking to me when i was younger and watched it and do you know what's funny when i um told you the other day i was watching this at the start i was going because the first time i watched the others it scared the absolute bejesus out of me and i was very scary film it's a very scary film but the reason it scared me is because um nearly old all and and I don't yes. mean I don't mean the owl, the owl woman who's blind. I mean the owl Irish doll. Yeah, yeah. Um The maid. The head maid, yeah. Yeah. The uh light fixture in my mother's room when I was growing up had a shadow. It cast a shadow. It was a an uplighter, you know, one of those things where it looks like the lampshades on upside down. Mm. Um cast a shadow and it looked like that woman. Oh, God. It didn't. It absolutely didn't. But it just looked like that kind of outline or something. And I was about 11 and I was just, nope. It would have been worse if it had looked like the blind woman. The nope. whole, like, are you, the are you mad scene. That freaked the hell out of me, too. Apparently, apparently not. Apparently it was the other doll that scared me more. Um, yeah. but She was very menacing. What I found so mental about this when I started thinking about it was um, I watched that in primary school my, as in my primary school class watched that together as in, as in the teacher put it on yes that's amazing <laughs> that's what I was trying to say to you the other day and then I thought I actually didn't explain it's not that I watched that in primary school like I was that age my teacher put it on and I was wondering how the f this is the same teacher that turned off bring it on after three minutes because there was a scene where girls were changing in a changing room and you could see you know bras and pants and yet the others was fair game the others was fair game and it was only after 
I watched it and I watched that scene where she's talking to the kids about hell and scaring the fuck out of them. I went, oh, that's why we watched it. It was a Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, I spit a trauma into your children. I mean, that's why Catholics. Yeah, it was, um, I was, I, I, I'm surprised that there was not more parental outrage at that. Oh, this is, by the way, your weekly reminder, all you fundamentalist Christians out there. There are no white people in the Bible, so suck it. There are no white people in the Bible. You are correct. Yep. I just love reminding ourselves about that. But um, It's like my mum has that beautiful crucifix. You've definitely seen it. It, it hangs yeah. in the landing of her house. I know what you're talking about, yeah. With black Jesus on it? Yep. And... Because that's it was made by. Did I ever tell you where she got it? I think you did. Yeah, it was um, the the church that we went to. I think when we still lived in Belfast and we were kids, which I don't even think is a church anymore. I think the building was condemned, um, probably because my parents got married in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mum made that joke. It's okay, I can say it. Um, that's amazing. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking one day and she was like, yeah, it's not a church anymore. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> probably cursed it. Um, <laughs> she, you know what she's like, she's so funny. But uh, yeah, they had like a a mission or a link up or a whatever with a um, parish in Africa. And these little, little African ladies were painting crucifixes and, and craft things and stuff. And the guys were, were selling them or something mm. over here to raise money for something that that parish needed like they needed a roof on their church or something the, the irony is you know i think the the it church in belfast roof. actually needed a roof um always a fucking roof but uh i remember being in that church in belfast in about 2004 2005 my granny was i don't my granny was very ill and i have put a mental block on what year she died but um i remember being in that church and that was the church that we went to as kids it was really near our house and i remember <laughs> it was the only time i'd ever been in a church and there was buckets everywhere because it was pissing down with rain and <laughs> it was like oh and the building wasn't that old i think i think the building was only actually like maybe from the 80s hmm. but I think it might have been bombed before it opened, so it probably suffered some unknown structural damage. Hey, Northern Ireland. Hey, North Belfast. Hello. You just keep being you. You just keep being you, baby. But, um... Why was I talking about that church? Oh, yeah. The, um... the, the <laughs> These these ladies had painted... Um, painted the crucifixes. So, of course, these women in Africa are going to paint Jesus onto a crucifix, he's going to be black. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he was definitely not white. No. Um, so we always, and I never thought it was weird, so the idea that people get so pissy about Jesus not being white, absolutely, I find it hilarious, because growing up, we, we, we've, we've since I was a child, we've had a crucifix with a black Jesus on it. It has not been weird. I just always think it's just so great. Whenever people like talk about things like that, I'm always just thinking like, do you do you think like Bethlehem is in Washington or something? Like, what the fuck? Like, all I have to say about that whole Jesus being white thing is we both know I dated a guy that probably looked quite like the stereotypical depiction of Jesus. Which I believe was modeled after a gay man. Is that right? Yeah. Or is that, or is that just a rumor? It could be a rumor. Um, I fucking hope so, because that's hilarious. That I hope that's true too. You know the kind of fairish, long, straight hair and the beard, and what and the kind eyes and all and the, and the martyrdom <laughs> and the elvish tattoos. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we we both know I dated a guy that looked really like the stereotypical depiction of Jesus and. I don't think there is actually, bar Donald Trump, I don't think there's actually a human being that could be closer to the human embodiment of Satan. You just made me shiver because, uh, for those of you listening in the future, well, where the fuck else are you going to be listening? The ballots are currently being counted. Yeah, and we're, you're I, listening someone, to this at 
seven twenty six p.m. on the fourth of the eleventh, twenty twenty. And it's... Oh, happy anniversary tomorrow, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, you remembered. I don't. Remember. I don't think my boyfriend remembered, but hey. <laughs> Uh, that's to be found out if I get done for murder tomorrow guys you know what's happened so earthly embodiments of Satan aside and on it, well here's just one my, my boyfriend never... is not the earthly embodiment of Satan this is an ex-boyfriend I never oh yeah he was a dick I never fully understood the concept of Satan as or the devil as a bad guy because he punishes wrongdoers he punishes evil. Yeah, so, so obviously he's actually not a bad guy. Like, surely he should be partying. Bad guy hell would be heaven for bad people. Yeah, but, you know, Catholicism, man. Everybody gotta suffer. I think I fucking love that in Lucifer. I got into Lucifer over lockdown. I just love that he... You don't mean the TV show, show either, do you? What are you joking? Shit. <laughs> Maybe I should call the cat Lucifer. Oh no, Hex is a great name. Okay. I got a cat. Um, He's cool. Yeah. His name is Hex. Because Salem was overdone. Ugh. He um, looks like Salem. The... What was it? Yeah, at one point he just has this like fit and he's like, Everyone keeps saying, The devil made me do it. I never made anyone do shit! <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch Lucifer. I really need to watch Lucifer. Oh, it's so fucking good. I just loved it so much. He's like, I never made anyone do shit! They do it by themselves and say that I got into their souls. I don't even have that ability! <laughs> <laughs> So that was amazing. But funny enough, that actually links me to something we were talking about. Um, with phasmophobia, the idea of... A, something we were talking about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of a ghost just being a person is fine and doesn't bother me. The idea of a ghost being some sort of malignant entity... I feel like I said that like Moira Rose malignant entity um i was thinking more hannah gross which i believe is where we're going maybe if i know who hannah gross is the housekeeper in bly manor oh yeah and you recognize the name um kind of yes um uh, in my brain it's if it's more of a malignant entity than if it's a person like um Nightmares I would have that would contain ghosts and stuff. Because, you know, I was raised Catholic. So, you know, obviously, if I have a nightmare and it's a bad nightmare, it's about a demon. And I mentioned this before. I was going to say, would that would a malignant entity like that really be classified as a ghost, though? Or would that be demonophobia? I don't know. All I know is when you're looking at the spooky thing and you're saying your 12th Hail Marys and you're hugging your rosary beads and that motherfucker is laughing in your face... Yeah, Protestant family, but okay. Oh, yeah. Look, we've made it this far in our friendship. <laughs> let's not let's not let our Catholicism and Protestantism... Protestantism, Protestantism. Which is called Lutheranism, and <laughs> that's just easier to fucking say. Lutheranism. Lutheranism isn't a thing in Northern Ireland. Is it? No, but it's known as the birth of Protestantism, which ironically Luther himself fucking hated. Martin Luther nailing his theses to the wall, which I have no issue with, which is what I find so funny. What he did actually made fucking sense. It was mainly over indulgences, right? It was over indulgences and people buying their way to heaven, and that's a load of bollocks. Like, that's none true. of that shit. Indulgences, buying your way into heaven. I can buy this and then I can go and murder 12 prostitutes. No, you can't. That's stupid. You're a dick. What's that? The Roman Catholic Church scamming people out of money. Look, there is a gift shop in St. Peter's Basilica. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration. I used to work in a cafe attached to a church. I had a lot of fun with all the homophobic old bitches. Because my, <laughs> my manager was a lesbian, so I could just tell homophobes to fuck off and be like, if I talk to my manager, I trust she won't be happy with you. <laughs> I just don't like the gays. Well, I live with a man, so... Like, well, we're Fuck not you. too fond of you either. <laughs> so. And then they look at you like that and you have to tell them you're gay. Stories on that for another episode because I could talk for fucking hours about working there. I mean, I'd say we should do a, 
an episode on homophobia but i think we both agree that homophobia is not a phobia and you're not scared you are in fact an asshole yeah if you're scared of gay people trust me we don't bite well i'm scared of you and you're gay does that count uh, no, because the, the, the fear of me is tangential to my proclivities. But it's not scotophobia. Well, I mean, no. Because that's, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Life is very odd. I can smell my dinner burning. Would you like to pause? While I go and see if it's burned, yes. Yes. Nah, fuck it. If I die, I die. Who cares? I'm not cooking it. Oh, fuck. oh, that's even worse. Um, <laughs> you remember the pizzas? I remember the pizzas. So, we have... Ignoring eternity in the apocalypse, we have... Necrophobia. Do. Necrophobia. Yeah. Fear of dead things. Thanatophobia. Fear of death. And phasmophobia. The main topic of this is fear of ghosts. But, as I said before, there's the fear of zombies. Which I always thought would come under necrophobia, just fear of no. dead things. Zombie, a fear of zombies is known as kinemortophobia. A fear of the dead that move. Yep. Yo! Yep, from kineticus, meaning of motion. Mm. And mort, we all know that. Like, we all, we've all seen Bob's Burgers, we know that there's the... Um, mortician called Mort? Yeah, there's the mortician called Mort. <laughs> um, um, I so knew fear that. Fear of the moving dead. Yeah, it's like, I, so the two stress dreams that I would have, other than my teeth falling out, which is really normal. Um, incredibly common, yeah. The, the two kind of not trauma-linked stress dreams I would have would be um, demons mm -hmm. or um, people I love are turning into zombies behaving it's in a way that is not their normal way to behave and I have to find a safe place. Do you mean that as in what we understand, like not what we think of when we think zombies or are you talking something along the lines of invasion of the body snatchers? No, I'm talking along the lines of someone I love gets bitten, falls over, looks like they're dead and gets up and wants to eat me. You see, I never find zombies that scary. But neither did I. It's it's but, the idea of it being people I love. But what you're that's the thing, what you're talking about is I think why The Walking Dead is so popular. Yeah. Because I I remember it was only I only started watching The Walking Dead about a year or two ago. And I remember I got into it because um there's a bar I'm a regular at and like I know all the staff and we like talk about stuff and uh one of the bartenders is super into like horror films and horror series and she loves The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And I, she asked if I'd seen it, and I went no. And she was like horrified, being like, "But I thought you, you loved horror and like stuff like that." And I was like, "Yeah, but zombies don't interest me. They don't scare me. They're not interesting. I don't care about zombies. Like I don't particularly. I mean, I'm Silent Hill over Resident Evil any day, except the movies. The Silent Hill movies are garbage. But and the Resident Evil movies are class. Uh, but they're action movies. They're not even close to horror. Oh yeah, no, they're they're not horror. They're action. The first R of the first one is a horror, and then the rest of the entire thing is an action film. But yeah, um, well, the rest of the entire series are action films. But um, she went, no, no, no. It's not the zombies aren't the main focus. The zombies are just what drive the real story, which is the survivors. Yeah, it's and, it's a soap opera like The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like it really is. I got into it and then kind of fell out of watching it just because life happens. But so it I is it was be Dawn of the Dead, but stretched over a series. And I was like, I don't particularly give a shit about that. But then she was like, No, no, no it's about the people. Yeah. It's about the survivors. Like the zombies are just there, and they are like the reason this stuff is happening. They are a framing device. They are not the story. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And when, she, when she said this to me, I was like, Hmm, because I was interested. I did like the Telltale games, but I didn't think the series was like them at all and she was like yep nope uh, just go watch the first season and if you don't like it i will shut up and i watched the first season and then i watched the second season then i binge watched the entire fucking thing and, um <laughs> well the entire thing so i caught up to it after a while but that's what i think you saying that you it, it was your loved ones yeah turning into what you had it wasn't zombies it was your loved ones turning into ones and that's where a lot of the holy fuck, like, like this is 
really like hard hitting moments in The Walking Dead come from. So I don't know. Yeah, if like when that girl's sister dies. If that would be a sort of. I don't even know if there's a word for this. The idea of like your loved ones turning against you outside of their own will. Yeah, I, d I don't know if there is an actual separate phobia for that or whatever, but that's what it is. You know? Ooh, excuse me. Yawning into a microphone, squeaking my chair. <laughs> I'm very bad at podcasting, guys. Have you learned? It's been a long week for both of us. It's only Wednesday! Cows more so than me. That's <laughs> not true. I'm off for the next two days. Four days, so... I'm absolutely not, but I'm buried in work. So Oh, I'm buried in work too. I just took time off. <laughs> I'm responsible. So that's all. Like I thought that was fascinating. Kinemortophobia. Like, uh, one of my favorite, uh, in fact, my favorite streamer. His name is Thiefbug. Um, he likes playing Resident Evil games sometimes because he is terrified of zombies. Mm -hmm. Like the undead scare the shit out of him, and you know, it makes for entertaining gig. Um. He, in fact, I think he's streaming right now. Um, after we're done, I'm probably gonna go watch him. But he, um, like, I, like, I just remember like watching him play Resident Evil, and you think like you know streamers, like of course, like this is why, probably why Five Nights at Freddy's got so popular to begin with, because you know people played out on YouTube with VSCOM when they got scared, they'd be like, oh my god, so scary. But like I was watching him play it, and then he was, at one point, he was like, yeah, I'm not scared so far. Like honestly, I was hoping to be a lot more scared, and then like. A zombie jumps through a window and he just like threw his controller and went ah! <laughs> but it it did seem like genuine like fear and that was the first time I ever really like thought. So I know like necrophobia. I always thought that fear of zombies was necrophobia. So I was like, is there an actual separate word for this? Because I mean, everything's got fuckers. Like Red Dead Redemption One had zombies in it. I think Call of Duty had a zombies mod. I think everything had like, a few years ago. Everything had a zombie. Yeah, edition. everything was zombies. Absolutely fucking everything. Everything and was zombies. Was it Pride and Prejudice with zombies? What the fuck? Pride and Prejudice <laughs> and zombies. Um, there was another zombie thing. Wasn't every Jane Austen book zombified? At some no, um, no, loads of the classics were edited, but it wasn't all Jane Austen and it wasn't all zombies. Like, someone turned Anna Karenina into Android Karenina. And stuff. Do, do you know... That the word uh, zombie, well, that zombies actually exist. Yes. Uh, good. You probably know more about it than I do. That it's an old, excuse me if my ignorance if I'm saying the wrong thing, like a hoodoo voodoo thing, and about somebody yeah. being put into a state where they are not in control of their actions and someone else is in control of them. And stuff. Essentially, um, yeah, uh, I, I I do know about this. I I listen to enough spooky things and watch enough spooky things that uh, that's about all I know. But uh, I know that it was. Well, I think it was West African, I believe. From mm -hmm. I think it was Zumbi. I, I I don't know if that's how it be pronounced, but I think it was like Zumbi is how it originally was. Or is it Zumbi? I can't remember. Um. And it was the idea of like almost a sort of involuntary astral projection. Ooh. Then they had like it was like, it was a, some, like a combination of I believe like drugs and hypnosis. Like look this up. I am not an expert on this in any way, but look this up. Um, it was a combination of, like drugs, hypnosis, um, and just general like suggestion that just led someone to essentially not be aware of the fact that they were even alive anymore. And. Very professional. My phone just went off. <laughs> um, what was I? Got? Yes, but then the, I remember a few years ago reading an article. I cannot remember where about how technically what we consider to be a quote unquote a zombie quote unquote apocalypse has already happened because what we see as zombies is sort of like rotting flesh. Um, no, like almost no consciousness like complete like i know catatonic isn't the word but you know what i mean like complete lifelessness for mm -hmm. lack of better word to it happened in i think renaissance italy when syphilis was everywhere oh and people who were extremely syphilitic would 
suffer from rotting flesh that would eat their brains and um, their like movement would be impaired. They would randomly attack other people. They were completely insane, but couldn't move very fast because their muscles were rot were decaying. And so, yeah, like zombies did walk the earth at one point. What we consider to be zombies essentially have already walked the earth. That's mad. That's really, really, really. I need to look into that. I need. I need. I'm just. I'm slightly blown away. But there you go. Um, I, I just had to look it up there because I read this ages ago. So I think about it. The first thing I got from googling was in 1495. So actually, yeah. Naples came down with a case of super syphilis, an early iteration of the disease. I'm so sorry, but super syphilis. I did say that a bit weirdly. Left infected with the infected, (laughs) with ghastly lesions to the bone, yet still living for a time. The resulting person was shuffling, contagious, wandering the streets in various states of decay and attacking other people. So yeah, what what we think of when we think of zombies, they have actually happened. <laughs> it's not just a. Dude, I thought that would be terrifying when I read that, but I remember being, I remember being like, "Holy shit, that's fascinating!" It's absolutely fast. It's a wee bit terrifying, but it is fascinating i need to look more into this and i'm gonna go and shout at my boyfriend for not telling me about this because he always tells me strange historical facts there you go i I can't again i can't remember when or where i read that but uh, whenever i was younger i used to uh fantasize about being a parapsychologist for some reason and then i grew up and got a boring old psychology degree well that's because there isn't anywhere in the uk that does parapsychology is that not right I have no idea. The dream didn't last long enough for me to get close to looking up universities. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah. So, folks, what do you think? Do you believe in the... Do you believe in the stone tape theory? Do you know any more about zombies? Are you really freaked out by dead people? Or do you just wish we would die? I mean, me and Eddie. Not, like, humanity. Oh, I wish that every day. At least half of that. That's called suicidal ideation. And if you feel like that, please talk to someone. Folks, you're not alone. Come on. I absolutely do. I legit wouldn't be alive right now if I didn't reach out to people. No, same here. And we we gotta be honest about that. There's no point in bullshitting. But speaking of reaching out, this sounds like such a cheap ploy. I'm saying it anyway. Give us a shout. Let us know what's on your mind. Let us know your thoughts on stone tapes and zombies and gross dead things. Um, phobiaphobiapodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at podcastphobia Facebook phobiaphobia I think that's everything. Did I miss anything? Uh, outside from our like personal numbers and addresses. No, you got it. <laughs> well, um... Oh, okay. I don't even know your address. Um... Bye, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Happy Halloween.